Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Notes. My notes. I have notes. Well, grab your notes. Oh, it's recording. So we're fly- we're f- I've got ideas in my head, but that could be... <laughs> <laughs> So the sweet sounds of Kevin Buddy Wilson, and thanks to you, you the listener. Just one. Just one bit of merch sold this week. Look, this is our last Swanee and Friends, not due to the coronavirus, just because no one's buying our fucking merch. So just <laughs> go to the website, we are swanneeandfriends.com.au. Don't complain if we don't do shows, if you don't want to chip in. Hello, Dane Swan. Hello, Samantha Richards Riches. <laughs> How are you <laughs> Take yeah. good, nice to see you taking time out of your busy Twitter schedule. Oh, wow. It's full on at the moment. <laughs> to, um, to come join us for an hour. Park that. Uh, the world's <laughs> fucked and we got a phone call just saying, look, I just want to vent. So, Corey McCurden, former North Melbourne great. Hello. He's back. No Thank oh, yeah. you. Sorry, sorry. Coming in. sorry just, you're always a North Melbourne great. Yes. Yes. Always North Melbourne. Right. And just to back up with Swanee saying, I... I have followed the great man Ralphie, oh, and he is relentless. And I've renamed him the People's Champ. He's oh, yeah. the defender of all common sense. <laughs> called him, called him, is that what you call it? The People's Champ. He's uh, he's going to take over the rocks mantra. <laughs> he wants get, to be known as the People's Champ. Well, like the Pebble. He's not well. The you Pebble. The Pebble Champ. If you um, if you tag them, Ralph, the people that you're talking about and to, why don't you? I'm not talking. Tag him in. I'm talking about him. Yeah. Okay. So. How was Tassie, Dane? <laughs> he got off that quick. He's good. He lets him go <laughs> right through. It's not about me. It's what he's just friends. deflects. It's about you as a starting point. All right, so because <coughs> we think the world's fucked. So is the world fucked down in Tassie? Um, no, not as much. Not just as everyone, everywhere else. <laughs> not I would as imagine. much as it is here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh shit, my headphones are going to fall off. Um, no, nah, no, it was all right. Um, went down to a joint called Penguin. <laughs> no, why? Why is everyone laughing? It's a place called Penguin, which I didn't know existed. Um, no, are there penguins? Well, that's exactly what I asked. I was like, I don't. This may sound stupid, but are there penguins in Penguin? They said yes, but I didn't get to see one. Mm. Apparently, there's a real, apparently there's like a ten foot one. What? Oh, I was like, Jesus, a statue. Well, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that far. But I was like, there's a big penguin in the center of town, like ten foot. I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen it before. It would have been on like, like in that jail or something, or something like, <laughs> something like that, but. I wasn't, but I was all right, mate. Went down there for the people, a couple of days, just giving, 
Just giving back. That's what I do, mate. Just it's nice um, that you still went, Dane. Well, what, what, what were you doing there for those who don't know? Why? Why? why was playing, were you there? I was playing a game of footy <coughs> in a charity game for um, Beyond Blue and and something else. Did you get a touch? Got a couple, yeah. No, it's a charity game, so no one's really yeah. digging and that's in. excluded in the contract that you're allowed to play in those games, mate? Yeah, I think so, mate. Well, I'd be very upset if I wasn't allowed to play in a charity game, mate. Because so. we did have a little bit of an issue when we wanted him to play at West Meadows that someone cottoned on to the fact that Swanee was doing something good for the mm. Westie Footy Club and uh, there was a little bit of a, a finer detail in the great man's contract that prohibited him from actually playing and did caused it, a little bit of stress. Yeah, <laughs> Prohibitor said, yeah, very unlikely, and the insurance may have tried to take my money back. But Assholes. Yeah, well, cool air. Well, not cool as prevail. They let me play the first two, um, and I wasn't getting paid. I think, I think they're more worried about me running around, slutting myself around, you know, like Which the Brandon Favolas of do. the world. He realised as soon as he said yeah. it, like Fev. Yeah, like, which I, in all fairness, if I didn't have, I probably would have done that. Yeah, yeah, I probably would have. Chased some cash, played some one-offs and made um, some decent cash. But um, I was going back to Westie to just help him out. Um, and I'll, and you miss playing footy and being part of a, a footy club. So, hopefully, well, I don't even know. I guess we'll talk about what's going on in the footy. But I was planning to play a couple of games with Benny Johnson for in the Super Rules this year. Um you know, if they, surely they'll let me play over Which, 35. mind you, is Diamond Valley. So imagine, uh, like, guys are going out to play Super Rules and they run out against the team. They've got Dane Swan. Uh, who else is ben in Johnson, there? Ben Johnson, I think. Benny Johnson. Cuda. Ange. Ange Christo. You're just going out to have a lazy kick and you've got these blokes <laughs> lobbing yeah, up. Yeah, well, we're pretty lazy. Well, Cuda and I haven't seen them, but we played, in a, I played, went to training with them on last Wednesday night and we had, we actually played a practice match against Craigie Bird, funnily <laughs> who enough. Who are you? You went to training. You played for nothing. Well, I, I can't do. Oh, He's I trained know. more now than when he went and we played. <laughs> Mate, strange times we're living in. I know. It's I know. Strange, it's strange times. Strange times. Um, I actually went down there to steal some toilet paper out of the fucking thing. So, <laughs> is um, that what you said? Don't pay me in cash. Yeah, just pay, pay me, me in dunny paper. paper. Yeah, yeah, that's gold at the moment. Uh, but I went down there. It was fun. Um, I, one of my best mates, uh, Ben, I went down. He was a Tassie boy. Played a couple of games in Sydney. So he played for Tassie. Went around a kick because um, I'm a very selfless guy. I always, I'll always. give back to the community, mm. no matter what community it is. Mm. Um, he did play in the premiership that I coached at Diamond Valley, did uh, Benny. So, yes, the only game Benny we who? did. Sorry, Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson. Yep. So we are actually very lucky that we only lost one game that, that year. Yeah. I didn't coach. Hash was coaching that no, game yeah. that we lost, so make sure you remind <laughs> him of that. I will, I will. Um, yeah, we did that, and then who else played up? There was an all-star cast. Was a few of the boys? down in the in Tassie. Tassie. Yeah, um, Daryl White, Mickey O was our captain. Oh, Mickey O Lachlan, yeah. Daryl White, Robo, uh, did Russ Robinson, Russ Robinson play? played yeah. against us? Um, Benny Ben Beams was their captain who played at Melbourne, yeah. I think. Ben Beams was he's got a <coughs> story with um, Jeff Farmer. In an Anzac Day game, just before you started playing in 2000, Jeff Farm was having a shocker. Melbourne were seven goals down at... An Anzac Day game? Uh, sorry, a uh, Queen's birthday game. Yeah. Yep, no, good pick <laughs> up. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Benny Beams broke his arm and got knocked out. And there were seven in goals In the one down. hit? That's good game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. He, he got knocked out in the same... So they took him took him off, took him to the hospital. And Jeff Farmer came on at hut to replace him and kick nine goals <laughs> won the game and yeah, Betty Beams come, come to and they he said oh, what did we get done by <laughs> nope <laughs> um, who else Gary Baker 
oh, number one for the D's back in the yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he's moving a bit slower than <laughs> but he was a full forward. He kicked a couple. Um, so we, Gary, sorry, did Gary Baker play? Yeah, yeah, sort of full forward. He would be sixty-five. How old would he be? Yeah, yeah, something like fantastic. Yeah. Um, a, Sean Smith's daughter had a run around. <coughs> we had a, a, a woman each on our on our team. She still would have taken hangs. <laughs> yeah, she she kicked a few. She kicked three or four, I think. So we we the Vicks won. I think they hadn't won in a while, so we got a victory. But man, it was, obviously it wasn't about winning or losing. It was just running around having a kick. Um, I didn't get. I certainly wouldn't have got coronavirus out there because I didn't get close enough to it. And my social distancing was very, very good. <laughs> um, I didn't get very close. Was there a afterwards? No, there wasn't. Mate. No. So I didn't, no, I didn't get an earn down there, no. So oh. I, plus we went out in the piss and then we went down to Hobart. So it probably cost me a 1000 for the weekend. <laughs> so, and then, and then um, so we went there and me and my mate Benno, his old man drove us down to Hobart and went to a couple on the next day. So... We weren't great conversation the next morning. We were, <laughs> I perched up in the back and slept the whole way. Um, with, I took a roll of toilet paper with me from the, from the hotel. So, as, a, as a pillow. Yeah, so thank you. Um, then went to cut wineries. Then went for dinner Sunday night. We're like, oh, let's have a look what happens in Sunday night. I know, but I went down to Salamanca Place or something. So we had dinner. Went to Gary Bay, the Bulls restaurant, yep. which was very nice. And we all the big strip of bars there. And well, they were all closed. At 11 o'clock Sunday night, so... Well, Nothing I'll, to do with coronavirus, no, just well, Probably just tassy, so <laughs> we went to bed um, and then got up Saturday, Monday morning and the people who who had, who had booked our flights um, booked us on Jetstar and I was like, oh, mate, have you checked in? Went to check in and uh, our flight had been cancelled. So That'll earn you. So that was great. Um, but I went to the airport and said, um, this won't be happening. So I got to the airport, and luckily, <laughs> this won't be luckily enough, there was a Virgin flight uh, five minutes later than when we were originally meant to leave. So, um, and I said, let's just get on that book. Got ourselves on that, and there was fifty spare spots, and got on that, and then I've sent sent my credit card statement to to Tassie for they can pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's yeah. for nothing. Nothing's for nothing. No. no. And, and did you see see just a bit of bit of hoarding? Mate, yeah, absolutely. Well, I couldn't believe it. Um, well, I guess I probably can believe there's times we're living in. Like this guy checked in, didn't check in a bag like, on his carry-on. Was two twenty-four packs of toilet paper. <laughs> like dead set, had him under his arm. But I think so. I think Tassie, oh, yeah. Tassie mustn't have be affected as much as Melbourne because um, well, they're isolated. I think he got them reasonably point. easily. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking back though because I'm we're down to baby wipes and the one roll that I pinched from the hotel room. So. The waffle stops coming? Yeah, absolutely. I, I nipped from the toilet to the shower last night. Uh, <laughs> fucking strange times, ladies and gentlemen. I did hear a story of a mate of mine. He was at uh, Star City and they were actually uh, checking out. And then there was all a bit of a commotion and um, around the, the checkout area. And um, uh, what had happened, there was an Asian lady. She'd gone to every single toilet at Star City with her suitcase and just slowly... Start stole all the toilet paper, so they must have tracked her on the cameras. And then in the end, by the time she's made it round to reception, they've said open it up, and then there it is, all the dunny paper. It's amazing. That, um, that's what you want to see go viral. Oh, the the, the open up. Okay. Oh, how did that get there? It's crazy, man. There's not, drug dealers aren't in vogue anymore. It's toilet paper dealers. <laughs> oh They're swapping cocaine for toilet paper. Mate, it's, there's a mafia out there. It's crazy, isn't it? It's incredible. I still don't understand if if the shit is really hitting the fan, and it is. why 
you were going to get toilet paper first. You actually in the in the supply <laughs> chain to get to that end. Yeah, exactly. You actually have to eat. In order for it to come out that end, so why would you not exactly. get the food first? It's going to be a lot of people with a million <coughs> rolls of toilet paper. They can't eat, so they can't shit, so they can't use it. So and they might by have the to way, eat the if, exactly right. if coals are going to run out, right? Yes. If if everyone thinks that coals is going to run out, coals are putting on five thousand more staff. So does that give you an idea that they're running out of anything at the moment? Mm. Yeah, so for everyone out there that's panicking, <laughs> that just gives you a little idea of how busy they are because that means they're not running out of shit. No, nothing. <laughs> oh, or no. shit paper. We may have, I may have to run out of shit because <laughs> we don't have toilet paper to use. There's a place overseas, I can't remember, I haven't got my phone on me obviously because we're a highly technical podcast here and I'm recording from my phone. There's a country overseas that are charging like normal price for the first bottle. And then they're charging like two hundred fifty bucks for a second. So sure, fill up. Um, it's it's a I think it's Danish brand of Toilet water. Paper. No water, bottled water, or something like that. And um, you can buy the first one for normal price. But if you want to buy more than one of, of anything, water, but you can get it out the tap. Well, I, it might not be water, Dane. My notes are up there. Do you want me to stop the recording? And well, go you've just it? said two hundred fifty bucks for a bottle of water. <laughs> It might have, you it's mean a different fucking brand. Sanitize, hand sanitizer or something? Maybe it is. I didn't. The brand Come is on, not Sam. something that we yeah. sell. Get it together. You need to be tested for something. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I need to, have, yeah, need to be exactly. tested. I was at the F1s. Yeah. It's not real good if you're mistaking bottled water for head sanitizer. Yeah, exactly. It's you not a picture. Drink it's it. a word. It's a word. When I read you <laughs> the word a little later, you'll be like, no idea what that is. Could be. It could be shit paper for all we know. Well, I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what I reckon it's not is water. All right. It might not I be think water. We, I think we've my got point, a pretty good supply of water. My point is, to stop the hoarders, you can buy one of everything at normal price, but everything after that is astronomically ah, so inflated. So that's your point. Yeah, so, yeah. So, they can't, so you can't fill your trolley with 20 rolls of – 20 packets of toilet, toilet paper, paper unless you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Ireland had a petrol shortage in the 90s mm. and they put up uh, – when, when people started to panic buy, let's say a full tank was $30 – Minimum spend twenty dollars, right? See, lateral the other yeah, way. So you have so you to, have fill to up. pay. So with this toilet paper hoarding, if they had a said, you can only buy. You, get, you have to to come through. It's going to be thirty dollars, mm. and then the other thing. Surely they have to stop you profiteering from it. Mm. Well, <laughs> is that why? Is that why your rant, Twitter rant page is on in the minute? I was actually about uh, yeah. to say that oh, you tried to come out. So what are you blowing about? I'm saying, isn't it illogical that at the moment people are going truck to taking trucks up and down the highway to, to country supermarkets, taking every roll of shithouse paper out, and they're allowed to make profits out of it, but you can't make – but it's a law against profiteering from a grand final ticket, which rightfully so, by the way, but why, yeah. why, why should you be allowed to profit from essential services? Well, is there a, is there a law saying you can't? There should be. So but is there? They can be now because of the but state of emergency. But is there? Is there I'm currently a law? But is there? But you're saying why? I'm saying, well, Swanee, this if is it's safe. legal, if it's – not illegal. Well, they absolutely can. It doesn't mean it's morally correct. Swanee, this is why they call him the people's champ. Oh, mate. Like he's defending the people. I've got a nomination. But what people? He's not... He's not, he's not I don't know. Someone. Yeah, he's, he's someone. Yeah. I've got a nomination. Dwarfs. I've got a nomination for Australia of the Year, right? Just, just hear me. Uh, what do you think about the Yeah, just going to lock myself in and just um, punch some cones for a couple of days. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know? What does that mean? He's just going to lock himself in and punch some cones. What is, I, don't, I don't understand uh, what that is, Ralph. <laughs> I know, I know. But that was from Mackenzie Colligan, who, uh, from Channel 9. So he's, he's a, um, oh, good on him. Well, yeah. you've got to fucking do something to know. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Mate, if me, oh, mate gonna, I'll tell you what, the murder rate will rise. Yeah. The death rate will rise. If you have to live with your spouse in a, in a house on your own for 
a month, only one of you are coming out. And we're nearly there now. It's been one day. How's Taylor going to cope with you being at home? Well, sorry, no. with her being at home, but you're you being there too because he works from yeah, home. Yeah, because you work from and home. And the kicker, mm-hmm. no sport. Yeah, no. So it's, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's, it, it is actually tough. Like, Taylor reckons I I realised coronavirus was serious when the NBA got cancelled. That's that's when <laughs> I thought fucking we're in deep shit here. Um, but with no paper. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, our first day was yesterday. Home alone. Um, <laughs> Taylor's, Taylor's obviously still doing a bit of work, so she's working from home. Yeah, but I think that I think her company. I think her company's doing week on week, like half the company are in the office for a week, and then the other half for social di- will go in say from Monday. So social distancing well, isn't, that, isn't that term fucking popular at the minute? But um, you know we're we're going okay at the minute. Um, yeah, but the ask, ask me this time next week. Between the two of us, we're pioneers. Why is that? Well, you've been working from home for a long time. I've been social distancing mm. for a long yeah. time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, well, one positive that did come out of it was, Taylor's like, Dan, you're going to need to eat the rest of that ice cream because we, we don't have any room in the freezer for it. So I ate about three litres of ice well, cream last night. Style. Yeah, you ate about three litres of ice cream. Can you imagine if the internet goes down at home? What, what, that's more oh, serious. If it, imagine if the internet went I'll, down. I'll no jump, about toilet paper. I'll jump off my balcony. I'll jump, I'll jump <laughs> off my roof. So that's it for me. So why don't you just go out and just do a pin drop? Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Head first. Okay, mate, that's pin it drop for me. or safety jump. Just yeah, fucking Jesus. No, no, no sport, no internet. I'm cooked. Nah, nah. <laughs> No porn. Well, uh, <laughs> what are they doing? Are they cancelling? You've got a girl. What about, uh, In Italy, they gave him the upgrade, yeah. didn't they? They said you you can get the premium Pornhub. version of Pornhub. Oh my! How do we get there? Well, that's where. <laughs> that's why they needed the extra toilet paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Socks are getting real popular. <laughs> Um, don't use your toilet paper for that, lads. Socks have become popular. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you been social distancing, Sam? I have. I'm, I'm unemployed. Officially <laughs> unemployed as of Friday. Scary times. It is a crazy time. Actually, our friend Natasha, who was on Natasha Exelby, yeah, yeah, she came around my house last night. It was on the did news. You? Yep. What's we did what? a little piece on the fact that, um, or just more the fact that the arts community and the entertainment world you know, I have been so busy of late rallying and raising money and raising awareness for the bushfire people and then our industry is really the first one that's kind of taken the massive hit. We're cancelled, quite literally, as of mm. yesterday. Yep. Gone. I was unemployed. On Friday, I got keys to a new rental, which is expensive because of where it is and I thought I'll move in in time, get the things I need, then get a house made in. But on that same day, I got four phone calls and by the end of Friday, I'd literally lost just shy of $10,000 and all of my contracts for the foreseeable future. So I literally have no income at the moment. Um, what are you doing? Uh, well, I... <laughs> I think Pornhub's offering free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a director. Yeah, I could do. Exactly. Absolutely. What? Well, I, I've worked behind the camera before. Well, yeah. I've worked in front of the camera too, but not in that, not in that <laughs> setting. That's before, Ralph. Well, I've actually... It's not well, often he's speechless. Corey touched on it before. It's like being 16 again and no disrespect to the people in these um, roles. But last night I applied for a job mm. at Woolworths stacking shelves and I sent out a babysitting flyer because I have good no idea. other way of That's good. making so money. Some, so some people would be like, you know, I'm too good to you know, work in those kind of things. But in times of crisis, you've got you to, you to do, do what you've got to do. You've got to, you got to make exactly. some cash. Exactly. And I figured schools are actually closing for four weeks instead of two and because my other income was teaching kids, right, but when schools close, studios close – um, really? But yeah, but parents have to work still, as you mentioned. Some of them mm. can't work from home, um, and some of them, you know, make a bit of money, and they've got kids, and so there's 
room there for nannying services and, and babysitting. I've got my working with children's check. So uh, it's not a it's not a matter of when and if my next dollar will – when and where my next dollar will come from. It's if it will come in because, you know, some people do have pride and they go, oh, mm. I'm not going to do that or whatever. But I literally don't have any money coming in the door mm. at all because I've got about – I've probably got five or six invoices outstanding – but I work for event companies who have shut down. So, so they're, they're not, not paying you. So no one's paying me at the moment because they, they can't when you think about it. But, is it, is that, but if you've done, have you done the work? I've done the work. So surely you should be getting paid if you've done the work. Surely we should be. In theory. In theory. But if they can't pay I mean, their well bills and they can't pay their staff. Yeah. yeah. Well, well we, you know, this is the perfect time for a sponsor to jump aboard, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I've, I've come on, Sam, our please free help, match help, to ship match last Help night. Sam out. Come on, come on and help Sam out. We'll, please, give it, we'll give all the sponsorship to her until she gets back on her feet. Well, well you can be Sam's personal sponsor as part of Swanee and Friends. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. 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 Go find me, No, yeah. it's, it's weird because I went to Coles last night to get essentials because I've moved into a new house. And I thought, Samantha, just get what you really need because you don't know when you're going to get any more money. And I don't have a fridge, so I can't buy – I was going to buy one this week. Can't afford to buy one of those. Don't have a washing machine. So I'm, you know, got to watch what I'm washing and, and can't put any food in the fridge. But little things like the cutlery, you know what? You, it's ran, This is what this random time has done to me. The things you actually need. You know when you open the cutlery drawer, there's like a spacer? <laughs> That holds your, yeah, your knives and your forks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. Fuck, can. they're expensive, Gus. <laughs> I thought they were built in. <laughs> no, not always. You've got to buy one of those yeah. in a brand new house. So those little things like dunny brushes <laughs> and things that you actually need. And I actually need hand soap for a new house. Do no. you need a dunny brush? You don't need a dunny brush, yeah. but things that what, when to you use instead of toilet paper. Well, no. <laughs> we can wash it and reuse oh, it, Dane. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you very, very very creative. It's exactly. a very good point. Exactly. <laughs> what? It doubles as a toothbrush uh, as well. <laughs> well, hey, you've got to get thrifty, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to get thrifty. Exactly right. Well, actually unpacking – I actually did a dance of joy this morning. Unpacking one of the suitcases that I haven't unpacked since I moved out of my other Melbourne house six months ago. For some reason, there's a baby packet of baby wipes in there. And I unzipped and I went, Woo! It was the best day of my life this morning Com- finding those baby wipes. Completely off the topic – how bad is moving house? Fucking that's, that's wonderful. That's got to be the, the, fir- the number one first world problem in the world. Uh, apart from getting petrol, that is my number one yeah, first world. Annoying. I despise getting petrol. <laughs> I'm so lazy. There's I can't still, be- there are some places around that will pump your gas for you. So, I mean, you know, I'm pl- no, I would pay 5X for someone to come to my house with a, what are they called, Billy? What are they <laughs> called? Like a <laughs> Billy can. Yeah. Billy can. can, Jerry can. Yeah. Yeah, Billy, I knew it was a name. Yeah. I knew someone's name. Billy, <laughs> Jerry. And fill up my car. Like, I, I get in the car, I'm like, oh, I've got 100Ks left. I'm only going to load. I'll do it on the way back. I get on the way back. Oh, I just want to get home. I'll do it in the morning. Then in the morning, I oh, fuck. I'm Don't like, have enough time. I'm on like that episode. I just want to ride it down and see how far <laughs> so I go. So how many times <laughs> have you actually run out of fuel? Twice. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I do it, but I'll tell Taylor to take my car and it'll be empty. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know she'll get the shits and fill it up oh, for you. Yeah. She's not getting to work. <laughs> well, I'm happy to pay for it or... You know, but I just I just really don't like it. But moving house is right up there. It's just yeah, 100%. it's wonderful. Oh, and piss. I've got a um, spiral staircase in my new house. Good lord, getting shit up that thing is it's uh, that's where you wish they had money because sometimes just paying removalists is one first world luxury mm. that is almost yeah, well, priceless. Exactly. Yes, that is good. That is good. But when you're on a budget, you're so Swanee, I, I admire you for a lot of things, and and but, <laughs> and actually, top three is not that you've played footy at a. As a very good player, but he played football. Mm. No, no, no. Would you, like to, last would you like to hear about? 
Because like <laughs> last year when the shit hit the fan with us and you said you'd rather fuck a work at McDonald's than apologise to people you don't give a fuck about. <laughs> mm. That is what you're actually talking about. We're saying a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't doubt Yeah, well, exactly. Themselves. A lot of people. It's pride. Pride, yeah. But, yeah. but mate, your pride would be you'd be happy to work at McDonald's rather than apologising to exactly, shit people. Yeah, I'd still, if someone from McDonald's wants to give me a shift, I'm happy to go in there and film and see how we go. But um, yeah, of course. Well, I've got... As much as I've got pride like everyone, I've also got bills. Yeah, like Sam absolutely. And, and they're do, not paying themselves. I have worked out some things about myself in this crisis, let's call it. I do have pride though. Like I've, I don't have a supportive family network and I don't have any family here. So I can't just pop around to mum and dad's for a meal once a week to kind of take, you know, put some food in my belly. And out of this, a few friends have said, you know, I've got a zucchini bake in the fridge or in the, you know, oven, come around. I've really struggled to accept help, which has been a weird thing. Like people have been yeah. like, if you need dinner, come round, or if you need this, I've got you. My mentality is like, no, nah, fuck, I'd, I'd rather go. One of the oh. jobs that I was and calls are giving, uh, I'm collecting and cleaning trolleys. So they're one of the that's new one of the new jobs that's out there. So you collect the coll- trolleys and then you have to sanitize them before you put them back. It's a new job. I'd rather do that than Absolutely. weirdly accept help <laughs> <Mate>. from people. <laughs> I actually can't. What did we actually talk about before coronavirus? <laughs> like seriously, what did people do? That's what like I've we absolutely dunny paper trolleys. Like it's been like it's literally twenty four seven on every channel. Nine days like, ago, it's all we t- it's all I talk about now. It's all everyone talks about. It's, it's outrageous scenes. Nine oh. days ago, the internet went nuts. Is that was it? Nine days ago when it all hit the fan. No, but well, nine he days ago, it's been on Twitter since. The <laughs> internet went nuts because Channel Nine didn't put the World Cup. Uh, women's final on its main channel. They went on. So only nine days ago. It was like about six months ago. Exactly right. (laughs) World melted down, and now there is no sport. I think Ralph's never been happier though. Never been happier. How? How? Seriously, are you sleeping at all? I get up and my my timeline is forty of you replying back to people. (laughs) It's real. I don't know how you do it. What's your? What is your? What is your number one? What is your number one issue at the moment with the world? <laughs> where, where do you start? Have you got I'm one? pretty happy now. Yeah. <laughs> is that because you've got it all off your chest? Exactly. And it, it, in fairness to Swatty, last Friday, I thought, fuck, I'm sick of myself now. And then Swatty's <laughs> just chimed in with, Twitter's tired now. Can you stop? I thought, yes, he's got me out of it. Hey, Corey, um, so what's your perspective about, uh, you, you've got a unique American ex- perspective at the moment on this. Which which part's that? Well, regarding your daughters who have been over there. Well, yeah, they're they're uh, living in uh, in New York, so yeah, they're they're back in Australia at the moment, and they the, for the f- foreseeable future, I can't really really see them going back. So uh, New York shut down because I was meant to go over Easter, and once I heard Broadway was off, I said I'm not going. <laughs> well, even uh, yeah, I was I was looking at going back to possibly see the girls, Swanee. This is one of these yeah. stories where you go, you know what? I can actually see a method to your madness, Corey. Is that I went? You know what? I'll go around April fifteen, Swanee. So mm. if, I don't know. I was, going, I was going the eighth. Yeah, well, April fifteen. I don't know. There's a little the fight that was going on in New York All around right. the same time. Yeah. Um, Khabib and Ferguson. Mm. <laughs> so Khabib and Ferguson. That's an, a. A, b- a bit of sporting news yeah, with well, that. There's always a reason why Khabib and Ferguson never fight. There's always on. something that usually happens. And even Conor McGregor's picked this. He goes, no, nah, that fight won't happen. Well, guess what? He's right once again. Well, they reckon so. they're going to move it up. They're going to play They're going to play it. They're going to fight it um, overseas. Dana White said this morning, he goes, it's definitely going to happen. Just a matter about where. But who knows, mate? Things are moving by the hour. Like, I don't know if the footy. I don't know if the footy will go ahead. Well, let's um, ask you both now. So, what's what's your view? You're a star player now, not retired. Both of you, star player or a pleb. Where you at your best now? 
So your, your peak contract. What are we on? Yeah. Your peak contract. Only, What's our contract? 1.5 each? Yeah, It was a West Meadows package deal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys both know what you got at your best. So <laughs> this happens now. Dane Swan. Yeah, it's obviously, what, what do you do? It's nowhere near a bigger issue for the for the stars than the, than the young kids yeah. or the, the media. Not so much young kids. They still live at home and they don't, they're just getting their money. So it's not a huge deal to them, I wouldn't imagine. It's probably the, the blokes who are... One trying to trying to save their careers by they need to they need to go out and play to prove themselves so they can get another contract or on fuck all, um, and the young kids coming up and the the blokes who are on not enough have got a home loan enough. But would I play? Are oh, you listening to your advice of your doc? So you would you probably would, but I can't I can't understand how they're still going ahead. Like if I was a player, my mentality would be different. Listen, I like I said, I'm not a licensed. Uh, medical professional, but um, you know, out of all the main the major sports Did you in know the that? Yeah. Uh, well, it may, it's may come to Do- a shock, Corey. Dr. Swan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, Norman Swan's the big go-to doctor on the yeah. on ABC at the moment. I'm thinking, why go to I'm going to ask a stupid question. What sort of a doctor would you be? Um, <laughs> love doctor. Well, like it's. And listen, I have no idea. I don't think it's well more. It's not about the players getting it because Donovan Mitchell, who plays in the NBA, he said he could play the seven game series. He goes, he feels as good as he's ever felt, but he's got it. So I don't think it's so much about the players getting it. It's about giving it to. I couldn't. You wouldn't be real happy with yourself if you played footy, then went and seen you had dinner with your parents, and then they got give it to their your grandparents. Then one of them died or something like that. And mm. um, so I think it's reasonably selfish of. The AFL to ask them to play, but if I was a player, I'd want to play because yeah. that's what we do. And obviously, you want your money and you want to play, and you've done a preseason this whole time. But looking on the outside, I, I, just, I don't see why they're still playing because someone's going to get it. And so, whether they're trying to get a jam in six games in four weeks to try and build up a, a ladder, who knows? I, but I didn't even think of one angle that you just touched on. Then, so my, my father-in-law's his first year of not being at Hawthorne for. 30 years helping mm-hmm. out, one of those guys that do help out behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much also part of it too because I don't, you don't even think of it as a, as a supporter on the outside yeah. about all the – and you've often said about all the play, people you love for the rest of your life who are the older volunteers. Yeah. The part of the club <coughs> so they were great, yeah. They're, they're, the, mate, they're the lifeblood of the, of the footy club. And I don't think it's also – like so, that means if the footy goes ahead, and and what do they test everyone every Monday after before every game to make sure no one's got it, and then you're asking players to completely cut off from the rest of the family and rest of their world, where the rest of us you know might go see your family or whatever. But if they're going to play, they have to lock themselves in a, in a room for twenty for six days before they come out and play again. So it's it's and listen, I don't know, I've, I don't have the answers, but I hope there's footy. Because I need something to watch. I need something to gamble on. I'm going mad. So I need something to look at. I'm sick of fucking watching. Oh, I'm not They're sick of watching Netflix yet, but in Stan and Hulu. I've got them all. I've got about eight of them. So <laughs> Disney. What about Apple. you, Corey? You, so, and, and no, also, the thing that I, I think Swanee hits on the head, that when you, when you start to talk about it like that, it's like, okay, we're going to play round one, but does that mean from now until, what are we? We've got 20 weeks where these players cannot, effectively go and see their family because yeah. at the moment um i know that my brother being at at essendon will i'm pretty i mean pretty sure that they've been told you can't it's like you can't contact with the outside world in a way which is 
that's that's the big sacrifice you're now asking these guys yeah. to make. You're basically saying that once this season starts, you've got to continue down this path that you you, you if you thought the bubble of the AFL world was close before, mm. mate, it's Mm. you're effectively saying to them you cannot go and see your family for 20 and, weeks. And also what I just touched on about the, uh, the volunteers and all that, that was the DNA of North Melbourne, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, look, I know it's definitely changed now, but you're still relying on a lot of those people to turn up to the footy club. So yeah. um, in essence, I, I think those people in the inner sanctum are, in essence, they're, gonna, they're like players as well when you think about it. Like so, even Absolutely. they they are like they at this time are exactly like AFL players yeah. because they'd be saying to those guys, "You're on the inner sanctum, mm. you can't. We're even trusting with you guys. You can't go and see your families." Well, so the that, the flow and effects of this yeah. are just so far and reaching. And, 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 and the other and the other big one is, you, I still don't understand how they're going to play in front of zero crowds. Like, it would be so fucking boring and so bad to play in front of zero people. What are you talking about? You do it every fucking week at North Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. We, Melbourne and, and North, premiership favourites. Collingwood, fuck. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, imagine going to Perth, massive home ground advantage, going to Adelaide. It wouldn't be – it only the home ground advantage because they travel. Like, there'd be no – Massive crowd. The D's were playing in, in so it's, round one. It's weird. Well, well, the King, they are, they're, 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 I tell you, the Kings just played on the weekend. Yeah. They've they've played game one in front of a crowd. Game two in Perth, no crowd, no home ground advantage. We won. Perth just played in Sydney on Sunday, no crowd. The no. Perth won. Yeah, exactly. So the home ground yeah. av- home court advantage is is gone. gone. But I, I know that um. I know that the Hawks shut down last week. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. yeah. And so Box Hill and the Hawks have completely separated now. So um, usually they share staff, they share facilities, the players are all in there. So to kind of increase the social distancing, Box Hill and the Hawks are completely separate and um, all staff and volunteer staff have uh, been asked to work from home now. So that's in effect already. And the Bulldogs started that today. So any um, staff members, admin staff, anyone extra that is not direct coaching staff and players are no longer allowed to be in and around the club. We, that we, started today. Yeah, we should say, when it, just, just quickly, we should say whenever you're listening to this, we're talking midday on Tuesday, the, uh, yeah. the 7th of March. So things may change, yeah. all the time. Um, it changes uh, every day, doesn't it? Every yeah. hour. And if they postpone they said that, what did Gil say, they could play up till Christmas? Like, it's 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 crazy. How good would that be if you had the Boxing Day test and Grand Final <laughs> day on the same day? In the morning, we had the AFL Grand Final. They, the drop in pitch comes in, bang! And then hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We've got the cricket in the oh, afternoon. Right. One positive for Carlton Sports, they might play through September. <laughs> yeah, they oh, might yeah. get into September. Well, if they go into October. But the pies are set. We're good, yeah, exactly. We're good in October. <laughs> well, the pies um, are um, 
I literally while I was on the phone to the pies last week. Um, they give you a call today? Yeah, they did actually. Oh, yeah, well, I sent them a text <laughs> message and then they called me back because I'd called them a million times. But whilst on that conversation, things changed within the half an hour call and they are preparing to not have crowds until buy yeah. round, which is June. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's a crazy world. Oh, well, exactly. But it's changing by the minute. And that if they do, if it does get cancelled, like that'll, the flow on effect of that is like, imagine the attack uh, cup's finished. How are these kids going to get drafted? Because no one knows how they play. Like me, I was. I wouldn't have been on the radar at all until I got played finals and I played three good games. So, like, if I hadn't my season had gone ahead, there's no way I'd be drafted. Like, so the only fucking reality show I would have been on was Crime Stoppers. That was about it. So, <laughs> you, um, and, you and Aaron on Crime yeah, Stoppers. Yeah, exactly. So, like, what are these young kids going to do who are, are busted their ass? Jack Higgins quit school to focus on footy. If one of them does that this year, well. There's no footy for them to get drafted. The mid-season draft, how are they going to draft blokes who don't play in the VFL? Well, they're just going to maybe they maybe they pick up some old retired footballers, Corey, who who have done it who have done it on the they big stage. We've got a get. we've got a price on our head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a fairly hefty one. I wonder yeah. if they're taking a twenty cent pay cut. Oh, well, we know, uh, sorry. When my I think it was my second year at Carlton, we Andrew Demetrio came into us and said that we had to take the twenty percent pay cut because. Um, well, at that time, Carlton were in, in a lot of financial right. trouble. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I did feel for Anthony Kudafidis and Andrew Demetrio in no uncertain terms, let him know that he was the highest paid player in the competition by a long, long way and he should be taking a pay cut. But Kuda uh, <laughs> and Wogs and Cash, they don't like to part with cash and <laughs> I don't um, think he did. Or I guess they have to take – the player would take as long as everyone does, as long as every person from – the coach down to the... If everyone does it, I think it's just unprecedented times. I think... Um, yeah. Well, there's nothing I, you do. If you're playing 17 games, it's very, very hard to argue. The one great thing is, which everyone's been banging on banging on for years, is that you've got a 17-game season now. Like, it's yeah. a fair... It's a fair season. Like, But the only thing is, is does that mean Collingwood get 17 games at the MCG? Oh, no. I think we'll have to, tra- <laughs> I think we'll have to travel to Eddie yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a long way. Funny, hey, have, you, have you tried to travel from one side of the city to Etihad on a Friday night? Oh, I say that's my, my calling of boat. So yeah, do you know where Etihad is? Yeah, mate. You'd rather fly to Sydney. It's, it's, it's now, a long way, mate. Marvel, 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 whatever well, it is. Yeah, in Marvel. the rugby community, um, the Sunwolves, which is the Japanese team, they didn't want to travel back to Japan. So they've been living in Australia, still playing. So they've been away from their family and friends. And now the Warriors are doing the same in the in the NRL competition. They're not allowed back into New Zealand because if they go back, they've got to go into two weeks. Yeah, so I can see Ralph nodding. In, in oh. a, we're both uh, in agreement. I'm glad. You mentioned something about the NRL, Sam, because I don't know whether you saw on the weekend. Still got crowds? The No, not that. It was probably just something that we saw on the sidelines about how they decided they were going to approach the coronavirus in their own unique NRL way. That what they were going to do is wash the balls in eskies. <laughs> so get it from one esky, we'll wash it in that one, and we'll take it out that one and put it in the next one. Never mind, you're not tipping the water out. <laughs> And That's then absurd. all the players are next to each other anyway. Yes. Oh, just, oh my God. So, um, so. You didn't like that, Ralph? No? What's that? You didn't like that idea? Oh, Did you let hilarious. him know? No, no, I said that English at the moment, as we speak, th- still think you can do a yearling sale. I said, well, maybe we should dunk all the horses in the, in so, the, in so the water too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, should dunk everyone in the water. Yeah, uh, they've absolutely. got the magic potion up there. They're still racing at the, at the moment. So, so your job's still okay then? What if, well, well I was like Sam last week. And, uh, but if they don't moment. stop racing, if they stop racing, you're cooked? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Will they? Well, can't be self-interest up front. 
right? Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> there's every there's there's actually no reason to, and there's a reason not to. Because there's that, no crowds at the races anyway. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's a betting sport. You don't synthetic. have to go there. Yeah. You don't have it's to a, be there. It's a betting yeah, sport. Absolutely. So you do it off off track. Mm. They, they've they've got rid of all staff because of it. The only people who are near each other is the jockey's room. Well, if the race course is empty, spread the jockey's room out. Yeah. They should w- raise the weight scale so the jockeys don't have to sweat as much, right? So Because mm-hmm. they torture themselves. It's ridiculous. So um, so if they could all ride ride a kilo or two heavier, um, and horses can't get it. So, And if you don't exercise horses, they're, they're in all sorts of trouble. So you've got to exercise them anyway. So a racetrack when a meeting's on, is much more spread out than track work, for instance. So mm. touch wood at the moment. But So they've, they've said that they're going to have a crack at doing the next four weeks and then reassess because no one knows anything at the moment, which is only It literally reality. changes yeah. by the but half But I just want to ask you one thing, Swanee, because particularly yourself, but maybe Corey. So at the moment... That's AFL funny in that, Corey. Pl- mm. AFL Players Association uh, a, a meeting. We don't know what's been said, even though it's about to be said now. But what would you do if you're a player and they said 20% or you can negotiate... What would the Dane Swan way of negotiate? What? What do you mean? Well, would you, you can nego- you can everyone can negotiate how much they're willing to give back. Yeah. Would you? Would, what would be your approach here? Depends how much I was on, but well, when you're at your peak, let's say. So we're not we're not discussing the actual number. So you number, could be giving up two hundred grand. That wouldn't be great. Let's <laughs> um, oh. say so you're on a mill. Yeah. Um, I'll try and negotiate, and then if I'll, I'll try and negotiate. Which way? Which, what would be your approach? Ten. What do you mean? Ten percent. Well, it's very hard. Well, it's very, very hard to know. But I guess if it was a statewide from bloody Gill down to the fucking janitor, yeah. maybe not the janitor, but exactly this is where I'm going. Go yeah, um, no, well, I, I wouldn't say it's pro rata or anything. I don't think the best should take. There's no way the best should take thirty because the bloke who's on a hundred should take ten. Yes, no way because you've worked your ass off to get to a million dollars a year. They're yeah. just so. Absolutely not. I'm not giving up 300 for someone to give up less because they're not as good as me. Like, why should Dusty give up 500,000 when a bloke who's 24, 25 and been a battler and worked his ass up is not good, not good enough to make that kind of money? Why should Dusty or Penner or someone have to sacrifice for him? No, they shouldn't. So, Corey McKernan, you're on a good money as a current player. We'll just go What's ne- your thought? Yeah, we'll just go and negotiate, I reckon, like Wayne Carey. Would you, in the front of the group, you go, yep, this is a great idea. I reckon, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. And then go, and then after it's all done, go in and see Greg and say, Greg, I'm not fucking standing for this shit. <laughs> As if that 20%. What are you <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no iron team. It's all about me. Yeah, there's an M and an E. Um, well, would you, well, do you think it's do you think it's fair that the gu- the big gun should take more of a whack? So Dane, I'll, I'll, I always stick in my lane. I, don't, I, don't I always stick in my lane. Yeah, right. Do you? But, but, but yeah, I do. I never pretend Just I know what it's like to be good enough player. Yeah. But but I'm but okay. I'm, so okay. So if you're a but I'm Jewish. So if you're a pleb, <laughs> so <laughs> so would would you expect right. a big gun to take more of a whack than than you if you're on a hundred grand and I was on a million? Can, can I, I want to say this as an overview. Everyone is looking at this wrong. Okay. okay. So starting with the, with the Players Association and the head of the AFL, and I'm not being personal, but Paul Marsh has come through cricket for 20 years and footy. It's been a boom time. It's been a boom market for 20 years. Mm. So so the Nassim Talib approach, who's a genius, and call all this. I don't know if you know, I had an opinion about the Melbourne Grand Prix. Did you? Yeah. Oh, but what was it? The, the downside, when you look at risk, you got to look at the risk, uh, and I wish I had done this quite a few times over my life. You got to re- look at the risk of if you're wrong. 
right? Absolutely. If I was a player on big money, and let's say a mill, and that, I know we're already talking a fair hypothetical. Could you imagine him running around? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a pair no, of no, but if, if you're on the mill, is there a league for dwarfs? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hobbits, yeah. we're hobbits. <laughs> you might sit in a forward pocket. <laughs> Peter Dinklage play. Good too. So, no, if you're on a mill, yeah. go to the club and say I'll take 30% but pay me now. What do you mean pay me now? If you uh, if you would take... I got, I got paid up front the first month of every year. I got paid my whole contract. The whole month. year? Yeah, one drop. Right. Yeah. So it already happens. I would say if you could get a payout. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I did. I don't know why, but that's what my manager said. It must be good for something, but so, I did. So you know, if there's a For about high, last four years. There's a high chance the whole season will be called off. There's a high chance that the whole market will drop, and there's a high chance that the property market will drop. If you could get a thir- uh, 70%, 70% of your wage up front, and Sam, you're talking about how tough you're doing at the moment, oh, you'd take that to drop of a hat. At the moment, mm. the players are worried about, oh, should it be 10 or 20? And the, and the media who uh, what about, lived what, in a bubble, what about as some, I did. What about some of, well, it depends on everyone's different financial situation, yeah. obviously. Like if you're coming and you've got your house sorted and you don't need it and you want, that's 100 grand you're giving up. Well, some people are, as you would know in football clubs, some people are pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty thrifty with their money and want every bloody cent they can get out of them. But, and the other thing is, I guess, the players pushed extremely hard for the TV right deals to have a, like a twenty eight percent. So if the it's our own fault, or what's not because it's kept going up and up and up. So if you want twenty eight percent of the TV deal, and the TV deal gets taken off because we play seventeen games, what however many million? Well, it's unfortunate thing is that's you got to take that percentage off that's your contract. Hence, don't you? my, hence my my thought that if, yeah. if I'm advising a player, take your money now and. Now that's more that's more realistic, isn't it? Instead of if I was a yeah. good player, if I could if it's I could like say, a whole, if advising um, a player, yeah, I think. It's the the way you spin it to the players. If you go to the players and say, right, this twi- – and you wouldn't – I don't think you'd have an issue with this. If I was going to pitch it to Swanee and say, right, you're going to give up 20%, but this is actually staying within the club to pay yeah. footy club staff. <laughs> it's not going back into the AFL. Yep. This is actually going to pay Absolutely. the boot starter, da 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 da, yeah. da and you're going to go, yep, no, that's, that's fair enough. I can cop that. Mm. Not just – well, oh, this is going yeah, exactly, back to yeah. the AFL type thing, which you, you go, hang on, well, why am I doing yeah. that? I know why I'm doing it because they're, they're times yeah. at the moment that are just totally unique. But if you knew that was staying within your own club, you, you wouldn't have an issue And I think it. you'll find a lot of people at footy clubs are great like that would already be looking after. You know, there's obviously a lot going on in the NBA and obviously they make 100x times what, yeah. you know, we do or they do. So... But I think you find footy clubs, um, you know, Zion Williamson's covering, you know, everyone's wage who works at their at the basketball centre for a month, yep. covering everyone's wage because the um, the game's not going ahead. So I'm sure there'll be lots of players <coughs> at the footy club finding ways if it and they're still working, so they're still getting paid. If it goes pear shaped and they get cancelled, everyone has to go home. I'm sure footy clubs will find a way to make sure that the people who work there, volunteers, the chef, the dietitian, that. Whoever it is, um, the coaches find a way to, to make sure that their lights can still be on and they get fed and uh, looked after. But also to back up what Swanee's saying, I think once you get over a certain level, if you're over 700k a year, I think, I don't know, the fact that just say you are on a million bucks, giving up 200 grand is a fair whack. You, Ask, you could yeah. be giving up Tell, 700 grand. Have the conversation with them now and say, mate, in mm-hmm. five years' time when you're retired, you look back and you gave up 200k, yeah, and so exactly. you got fucking rocks in your head. Well, yeah. no, what, what I'm saying, like, so I if, know why if the market, if you get money up front now, yeah, and the market drops, all of a sudden you can buy more <laughs> with, with that money. 
and you and it's it's in your pocket because everything is uncertain. A Gordon you know, Gecko about you here, mate. Just 100%. the Wolf of Wall Street stuff. Well, if we got if a new player about, manager, yeah, you yeah, talk yeah, about exactly. media deals, right? You talk about the, that the players have. have uh, so the percentage of they, they now get a percentage of the game revenue. Is that I right? Think so, Total yeah. game That's revenue. Like percent, yeah. I guarantee you one thing: the percentage, the game revenue is about to fall through the floor. Mm. Oh, didn't they say last through night? The floor. No, no, no. They're, they're going to do TV, right? Yeah, they're going. They're about. They're, to, they're about the they were, they were not far off. Yeah, yeah it was a two-year extension on the yeah. current TV rights, and even um, even the uh, the deal maker that um, Hutchie is nearly fell off his chair, which would be a no mean feat for someone of that <laughs> size. Um, I think four hundred and eighteen million was going to oh. be another rollover yeah. of another two years. So that's nearly Shit. another billion dollars. Well, but what about a footy which club? is which is quite. Interesting. I wonder. Whoa. This is at play for the AFL Players Association now, saying, "Well, you need to take a twenty percent pay cut." When they know, they must know that that is in the wings of going. Well, hang on, you're about to sign another four hundred and eighteen million dollar yeah. deal. They? Are they? I, I don't know. No, no. That's what I'm saying is Seven West Media's share prices through the floor. Yeah. Yeah. They're heavily. So it's time to buy. They tried to. They tried to. Don't, don't try and catch a falling knife. No. There's, <laughs> don't there's, try. There's a saying, um, but. No one knows anything. So if you could get money up front, geez, that would be great. So unless you take money up front uh, at the moment? Uh, 100%. Unless you've got some certainty and then you can like budget with that and then you know you can work out if all you are buying a fridge or you're buying a cutlery drawer sorter. You know? well, all the, these footy the clubs who charge 300 a head to you know, go to the footy and eat your rabbit terrine and salad, uh, all of a sudden that, that money's not going to be coming through anymore. You'll be disappointed. Was that? Melbourne Coterie. You, you'll be disappointed that you know less footy, less chances for you to get up on the mic and... Entertain yeah, the crowds yeah, and I'm a required MC. Yeah, well, I guess we Swanny, do. We Swanny. do. Have, we do have to feel for all those influencers out there who have <laughs> who have lost a lot of money by um, not being able to travel and post themselves on a beach sipping a pina colada. Very true. And, what did you um, just say? I may have seen someone down Thank in you, Tasmania sir. on the weekend that was down on one knee taking oh, yeah. a picture of something. Oh yeah, just me mate um, was being a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> And was on one knee taking a photo of a wine glass looking out in, <laughs> with his wine looking out into a, fi- a winery. I, I'll just give it, I just, it was on my story, I'll just give a behind the scenes uh, look of what it's like to be an Instagram influencer. <laughs> just uh, behind the scenes, what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with. To be, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks, Sam. 20 years, I'm, I'm now required MC at the, uh, at the Melbourne Catering. Yeah. Why, you're not doing it anymore? Like, give you the arse, or just because of shit's hit the fan? No, or no, because no, of this podcast? No, that was beforehand. Yeah, I'm You're going to pay him in dunny I'm paper. Not, I'm, not, I'm not doing the podcast anymore. I'm a required MC. You're not to, doing to the podcast? Camo, uh, not doing the MC of the Because of the podcast? I don't know why, but I just I, I know I'm required. And how long have you been doing it? Were you doing it for 20 years? 20 years. Yeah. <gasps> and well, when did they tell you? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I did they? Think, yeah. <laughs> they told you? Yeah, yeah. That's was, right. Was that they an give earn? They you a reason? Had a great run. Was that an earn or a freebie? Are you Jewish? What yeah. makes me look stupid? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I actually, I knocked back money. I said, no, I'm never going to pay by my footy club. I love How did they club. tell you? How did they tell you this? Because I just got let go by a club that I was with for eight years. What and club? They, I'm not going to name them. They know exactly who they are. They told me over the phone and gave me what, a reason. A, a sporting club? <laughs> yeah, and the reason was a lie. A it wasn't true. <laughs> Wasn't true. Was it I was storm? I was expecting the phone call to be my hundred game jersey. Oh. So you've, oh. you've clocked up a hundred games this year. <laughs> like you know, I was I was excited when the phone rang, and then it was so. Did we're you doing think you were going to get a banner? I thought I was going to get something, <laughs> and I got incorrect information. That's not good. But no, sorry, no, so how did they check. tell you? No, how did they tell oh, you? Well, I got a phone call, and they said, "Oh, the club wants to have their own people." In other words, fed not all you. the questions. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's a man of the people. So, so, so Swati, 
if you, can you be sacked from something you're not paid for? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's almost worse, isn't there, it? There's my conundrum. Yeah, not, <laughs> not really. Decide to let you go. That's I'd, I'd say that's worse. Anyway, I want to do something because okay. are we sick of coronavirus talk? It's just about, mate. Yeah. yeah. So this is called Sam's bucket. Ah, compost well, bucket. G- grab grab the you. bucket. These are the new compost bu- buckets. And I thought, no, we'll put it to good yeah. use. Okay. No, no, oh. there, there's there's some things in it. Sam's, I love the compost Sam's gonna, bucket. Sam's going to uh, uh, pick things out. Okay. And we can pass or play on whatever the person or the topic. He's really you made this something. shit up? Or? I've made this shit up. Okay. It won't be embarrassing. Oh, well, and is it to all of you? It could have been any worse embarrassing than this podcast. The, correct. <laughs> is just, it to all of you? Explain well, we, the rules. We, we can just pass a plate, but you, you, you pick out someone and then it goes around the... Around the someone plate. and then read it or read yeah, it and then someone... someone. Well, and then pass a plate, yeah. Okay, well, it's the your, first It's one. your fucking game, so well, you do the game. I know, and I have no idea what's going on. You should know the rules to it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to give the first one to Corey because he's... Good Lord, we need to work. Where did you go to school? This handwriting is deplorable. Corey. Yes. What's your best overseas sporting event that you attended? Uh, only, believe it or not, I've been to the US Masters and Super Bowl were always pretty good. But I tell you what, I went to an event this year called the Phoenix Open, the golf, which the yeah. best way to describe it, it's like the big day out, grand final day, um, all rolled into one. Golf. It's, Golf, it's that good. So, have you seen the party hole? The, or the, what the Sorry? What? Have you seen a party hole? I think party hole. The party hole. What hole is that? I've I've the party seen, hole. Have I seen the party yeah. hole? I don't know. Yes, I, don't know. I, I have. Jared Lyle. Yeah. Where Jared Lyle had the hole in one on the 16th at Phoenix. Oh, you're referring to us. There's 40,000 people on one hole. I didn't know you Good Lord. That person, that person would be tired by the end of the night. <laughs> I'll tell you I wouldn't what. call that a party. I'd call that a nightmare. Yeah, it'd be knackered by the end of the night. Oof. It'd be, it'd be loosey-goosey. That'd be a no for you. That'd be a no. I'd pass. Yeah, so would I. 40 no, hours, Phoenix Open is definitely up your alley. Sorry? You think, up what? your alley. Oh, goodness, Corey. I know yeah. you're on this podcast. You don't have to talk about these things. Realise you'd yeah, yeah. 40,000 people up your party hole. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your best. Good. That's, That's best. my best, easily. Uh, the San Diego easily. v uh, v Oakland Raiders at a local derby in NFL. That's been my best. Ronnie, what's your best overseas? Oh, the World Cup in Russia. Yeah, hard to beat. Sam, Nothing to do with the soccer. Overseas, yeah, Dubai Sevens rocks my bloody world. It's so good. Really? It's kind of like, I think because over there, I think I've, I said before, that weekend in Dubai is always a dry weekend, so you can't really drink anywhere else because <coughs> it's UAE National Day and one of the um, leaders' birthdays. So everyone and anyone goes to the sevens to get pissed. It's like a music festival meets a sporting event. bloody awesome. All right, next. Next question. <laughs> this isn't a question. This is a statement. Yeah. Brendan Favola. Uh, I'll pass. You got anything? You got a oh, first you story? put the question in the fucking box. I you can't pass. pass. Or, no, pass or play. You yeah, but we can <laughs> I haven't got a top. I haven't got, I never played with him. I haven't got a story oh, it's a playing it. thing? It, or it's a, any story you, you, right. you might have. No, Fab's good. I, he's obviously done real well for himself. I, he's a good man. Um... Yeah, I don't have anything. Neg- he's a good man. Doesn't have to be negative. No, no, story. he's good. He's Sam, fun. you've done. Um, yeah, I love him to bits. Yeah. I think he's fun. He's um, he's obviously. I guess people would say that he's matured a lot in the last few years. I just think he's become a little more self-aware and a little more aware of what the being in the public eye means. Which perhaps back in the day he might not have given a fuck. Whereas now, because he's got a family and and really good jobs, he's worked really hard to get himself in the Great position that he's in. He's kind of. Who like, you played with him? Yeah, uh, dude, it's actually a miracle he's alive because uh, 
I still remind Fev of the fact, do you, do you know the Bounty Hotel in Bali? No. Yeah. It's yeah. gone so now, isn't it? At the Bounty, uh, it's actually still there. Oh, is it? Yeah, you wouldn't, you're no. a Seminyak type operator. Are you a Cooter man? Finn's Beach Club. Yeah, are you a Cooter man? You would Oh, yeah, I'm Bintang. Yeah, Bintang wearing. Come on, Corey. Do you get your hair braided too? Because that's what happens in Cooter. Yeah, 100%. So at the Bounty, um, there is a little pond that is probably only got about two foot of water in it and is probably about a 10 to 12 foot drop. And after several bintangs, Brendan decided it would be a good idea to dive into the pool. He not only did it once, he did it twice. (laughs) So to this day, it's one of those footy trip type stories. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, but look, I I think the the job that Feb's done building himself from where he come from, when you think of he gone into rehab, um, did last. Was he just a young? I knew him a bit at the footy show days, but was he just a young boy when you played with him? And by that I mean he was probably mid twenties. Well, the thing is, when we're when we're at Carlton at that time, I don't know whether people remember that if Wayne Britton was still going to be coach. Brendan Feb was gone. Right, like he was effectively going to get given the ass, and then when Dennis Pagan come. Fev loved it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> and then um, it just turned his whole career around. Right. So, But it, look, if you, I always used to say, if you're going to choose someone to do a sportsman's night with or a, a kid's footy, footy clinic with, yeah. he's by far and away the best. You can take him into any room and he's always been brilliant. And I remember seeing him when Fox FM had just become number one and then I watched him and he's still got a Mercedes car deal and whatever and I walked up to him and I said, you fuck this up, even I'll hit you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Absolutely. Next. Next time. This is for Swanee. Oh. How do you know? Well, we're going around the room. Oh, oh Swanee. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're again, all going to go. We're, again, we're all answering it, aren't we? Yeah, playing for play. your country. I'm not sure if that's a statement or a question. I'm gathering these are all questions. Well, you've played for your country. Yeah. Well, what was it like? Oh, uh, was it just? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> what? Was that right? Mate? What? So well, was, that in, was it in Ireland or yeah, it was in Ireland? So it was. It wasn't like um, the Olympics or you know. It was great to represent Australia, but we're not really. You know, it's it's, it's a piss take, really. We're going yeah. over to Ireland. You know, I, well, I won the medal, so I guess I was the best player in the world at that stage. <laughs> Picked it up. Was it still there. still pretty cool though to be in an overseas oh, mate, uh, overseas country? Don't get me wrong. The national anthem. Get, but it's not like I felt. It's not like I felt. Like I was playing, like I was in the Olympics or playing because it's not like the whole of Australia watching us play on. Mm. No one really gives a shit about it. I'll ask it this way. It's a junket to go away. Anzac Day's 10 out of 10. What'd you give it out of 10 compared to Anzac Day? Oh, man, I love it because we got to go away. So, you know, it was, was, you know, the trip was amazing. You got to see some, meet some people, meet some players who you've got a perceived idea about. Like, fuck, he's he's a bit off or I don't like him. But you meet him and, you know, like like most blokes, they're all blokes who play footy. They're generally all pretty good guys. Mate, we're over there 16 nights. I reckon I was on the piss 14 of them. <laughs> played two games. The night before we played at Croke Park in front of 70,000, me, one of the other boys went out and met a couple of the Irish boys out. We went out to about five in the morning. I think it was Halloween, I think, was that <laughs> night. Went out to about five. We played at Croke Park that night. I slept through the team meeting in the morning, slept through breakfast, slept through the team walk, slept through lunch. Got up, ordered a room service pasta. I got on the bus at like five o'clock, slept on the way from the bus to the game. Come out at 35, kicked two and won the medal. Um, so, 
There's so much for um, professionalism. You know what, Dane? Some people have just got it, don't they? Yeah. You know? Some people uh, just You know what with that? Like, I, I did come unbelievably close to playing a game of football, right? And it would have been – it would have gone down in urban folk, folklore because what happened um, – I think I was injured and then I played a game in the VFL at Port Melbourne, but then for some stupid reason, they didn't even put me in the squad. That was also Port Melbourne's last game of the season. But North were playing in the finals the following day. Yes. I went out with all the Port Melbourne crew, didn't I? And, um, (laughs) yeah, it was an interesting night. I think I got home at six and it was Father's Day the next day. So I'm in the backyard in Port Melbourne (laughs) having bacon and eggs and – and then I checked my phone and Tim Harrington has actually been trying to call me going, what are you doing? I'm going, what do you mean? Sav Rocker? <laughs> yeah, Sav Rocker, apparently his um, wife's gone into labour and then they've gone, oh, Hamish McIntosh is no good, so you're going to have to play. I go, hey, Tim, um, it's probably not a real enough. good idea at the moment. I'm halfway through my second sausage in bread and then I'm staring at a stubby that I'm just had half a sip out of. He goes, no, you're going to have to get ready. I go, no, Tim, no. Like, it's not a good idea, mate. I got home at 6 o'clock. He goes, well, you're going to have to get ready. But the really weird thing was, once I got my head around it, I just went, and it was finals. I went, you know what, I play well in finals. It doesn't matter. Like, I actually just went into game mode straight away. The funny thing was, was going into the rooms, into the change rooms at um, at now Eddie Marble Stadium. And walking in there and seeing all the reserves blokes that I'd been out in the piss with till six o'clock in the morning, they're looking at me just pissing themselves laughing. Like I'm having chewy like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> like, thank God. I've never seen been so happy to see Savrock in my fucking life. <laughs> on the mad on the mad Monday, the North got beat. On the mad Monday, I remember um, Dean Lather, who was coach at North Melbourne, came up to me and he goes what time did you get home? I said, oh, it was about midnight. And then after about two or three more beers, I said, no, I got home at fucking six. <laughs> Mate, well, I, I, I brought up when I, my, when I was in Burnham City, my first few years, like playing in Willie that year at night and being home like five, six in the morning, having to catch a cab to like the game as an emergency. Like, you, cause I just never thought I'd, I'd have to play. And I never, never got to the point where they said you might have to play. So looking back, it was quite not a smart idea. But yeah, like nowadays, I, it's. A common thing, like where they'll, yeah. yeah, they'll they'll tell. Well, they're more sensible about it now. They'll they whoever's actually emergency, you'll keep one. Yeah, yeah, they'll keep one off, or you only play two quarters or something. Oh, got like the dad of Collingwood. Like he will play in Adelaide, and they played they played for I can't remember Willie or I think I'm pretty sure it was Willie back then. I was living with him, and he went out to about eight in the morning, <laughs> and what had a get food poisoning outbreak in the forty cups. He had to fly. hadn't been to bed. Had to fly to Adelaide to play that night. He didn't get a kick, but he had, like, he had to play. He'd been on a piss like till like seven, eight in the morning. They called him and he answered, fuck, stupidly enough. Flew over, flew over, slept and slept all day, then had to play. Um, didn't do much, but he, he played. Well, yep. Um, but, but Ireland playing for your country was obviously great, but it's not like it was, it was more, it was more, it was more great to meet everyone and go away. Yeah. I, I wouldn't never have played here. Look, yep. I would never play, not that I would be asked anymore, but I would never have played here. I would always go along, just get away, you know, get a trip, get a couple of weeks off extra, uh, get to meet a lot of the boys who are all, all great all great guys and play a game which we never really play, meet a lot of the Irish boys and have a bit of fun. So, yeah, it was great, but it wasn't like I was sitting here when the anthem was going on and goes, geez, I'm playing for my country. 
you know, I'm going to bring back this medal and like we're going to get a parade. So it was just like I'm going over with a couple of boys who play footy and we're going to have a bit of fun, meet the Irish boys and, you know, have a kick. Well, the guys that <clears throat> um, I remember, was it after the Bali bombing? I reckon there was a, um all-Australian tour to Ireland and I think it was only... Yeah, it was just nice. Was it, it was only 24 hours after it had happened. Yep. So yeah. you can imagine... A time like that, you'd be you'd be very emotional in terms of. I mean, it's pretty raw what's happened in Bali and stuff like that. But unfortunately, even though I was all Australian, I was in the in between year where they used to do Ireland every second year, and I was very jealous of the stories of um, one leader of the footy team called Blaine Carey would come back from Ireland and talk about the the, the trips to Ireland. Yeah, they were good fun. Yeah, yeah, they were good fun. One more, Sam. I actually can't read that. Do you like that handwriting? If, if not, what? I'll go a second one. You just get another one. Playing in pajamas or something. Playing in a playing in a premiership. Yeah, playing in a premiership. Playing. In how, how does that say premiership? Well, I'm I, 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 I write. I write with strokes sometimes well, too. Okay, yeah. we'll go a different one instead. You write like you've had a stroke. Yeah, well, that's what Sam calls it. Mm. Right. Shall I? I'll just. No, do no, no let them okay. both do it. Go, give us a, give us a sixty seconds playing in a premiership. Oh well, that's great. <laughs> okay, ten. <laughs> you just do it two for you. Uh, best part about playing in a premiership on the day. On the day. On the day. No, the best part is running out. Right. The best part is running out. Um, one funny story when we ran out in '96. I remember David King kicked the ball at the banner, and when you see the video, it actually hits the banner and falls down like a pigeon hitting a window. <laughs> and then Wayne Carey and I got stuck in the banner. Everyone else gets the centre half forward. We never actually got through the banner. A bit better, a bit better than Collingwood's banner, from which we still oh. make it at all. Yeah, exactly. um, but. The best part for me, not at the game, was is every year from now we have a reunion. As you would know, we we have do you, we do a reunion every year. So I'm not whether you do a reunion every year, but we do one. We every should. Year. I'm very jealous of like they're actually very good at doing it. Like it's it's always that same time every year. You guys yeah, do that lunch, the, yeah, the week before preseason starts back because most of the boys were still playing are back in town and yeah. we're all here. So that's the best part about winning a flag. When you, I've, I'm sure I've talked about this on here, or maybe the the previous podcast we. When you win, a, when you win a premiership, everything moves so fast. You celebrate, you win, then you, everyone goes pisses off, goes away overseas, and you come back first day preseason. Like I've said before, I was expecting a barbecue and beers, but then <laughs> I think we've just won the flag. How good are we? And you know, the coach comes out. And instead of running a two k, we ran a three k. So everyone, well, I used to do a lot of training over off season because I <laughs> like to do my training when we actually had fucking training, <laughs> which, which may shock some people. So a lot. And I'll, and but when I did, I just run two k because I get that in. You know, that's all yeah. I got to get out. I got to get out two k. That's all you're getting out of me. Yeah, <laughs> and then, then they go three k. So I only fell off my seat. I said I was sore. <laughs> I said I, so I don't think I think I got out of it. But I do a bike, which is even harder. But um, you know, you come back and they go, all right, boys. You know, you got to train harder. You got to be stronger. You got to be fitter. I'm like, we just won the fucking flag. Let's just relax. Hey? Let's have a good time. But you know, that's what happens. But then and then you just moves on and footy flies and then you bang and then when you retire. You know, without winning a flag, as you were no, the only tie you would have to being at a footy club was is just a player. Like nothing else yep. brings you back there. Where um, every year, and I listen, it's our ten year anniversary this year. So, you now crown meant to have a big piss up at Palladium, big function. Now, fucking who knows what's going on? Whether that's going, Ed. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously. I might have been Ed just trying. Ed might have started coronavirus. He knows what would happen if we fucking if we if that twenty if that twenty two got back together. We might rip the palladium down. But um, so that's meant to go ahead this year. The big ten year reunion. So that's what I love most about um, winning a premiership and the bond you've got with those twenty one other players. So we got a group chat. If anyone ever needed something or was on their ass like that, 
that 21 would be there to, to help them any way they could. So that first Saturday in last Saturday in October or something is something we all know, put it in our calendar. The wives and girlfriends understand that it's a big weekend, so they More it's locked Sam. in the Absolutely. calendar. So that's the best part about it. You know it. that he's, he's also got a special bond with the three or four blokes that he had in the boot of his car that he got <laughs> on the yeah, grand final exactly, day. Yeah. <laughs> Save them a couple hundred each. Yep. <laughs> Always thinking of others. No, exactly. Yeah. All right, that's been... Uh, uh, I've got me joke. Yeah, 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 just to wind up. So uh, you get Samantha samanthariches.com.au. Yes. Uh, Corey McKinney, you got anything to plug or are you just here talking about the world being fucked? Yeah, just talking about yeah. the world being fucked. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, do you know what girls and noodles have in common? What? They both wiggle when you eat them. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 